Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I just want to live inside of last week's podcast, but alas, the show must continue. And today is a solo episode with myself. Today I want to talk about the power of quitting. You see, I've decided that I am what I would call a professional quitter. Somebody that has become quite good at quitting. And I never thought I would say that because I was a high-achieving, hard-working individual. However, in that high-achieving and hard-working, I had to quit a lot of things along the way. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about. The stigma around quitting or the stigma around giving up, which I think is a stupid phrase, if I'm being honest. I know far too many people, especially in the photography industry, because I was almost one of them, that stick to hurting themselves, essentially. Stick to doing something they don't like because they find themselves in a position of doing the thing that people told them they thought they couldn't do and then they did it and they're running this business. But they forgot to ask themselves the question of, do I want to be an entrepreneur or do I want to be a photographer? And those are two very different outcomes. And so now they find themselves being an entrepreneur when in fact they wanted to be a photographer. And they're burning out because they in fact did not want to be an entrepreneur. But they can't quit. See, because they've been told their whole life that quitting is wrong or bad or It makes you a failure and just pull yourself up. You'll get through it. But what if it's not what they want? What if it's out of alignment? What if it is just not doing it anymore? When does it become okay to quit? You know, and I think about this, like when I was in insurance, I was working insurance before I quit to become a photographer. And when I was insurance, and I decided to quit that job to do my own thing. Yeah, people were like, what, you can't give up a steady paycheck, but they didn't care that I quit. Like the stigma wasn't that I quit, the stigma was that I was going to do something that was unstable. Like that was where the the fear was. The fear wasn't in the quitting. It was in the next thing. And n- nobody, nobody made me feel bad about quitting being an insurance agent. I, I wasn't really an agent, but an insurance worker. Uh, when I worked as a waitress at a restaurant or a hostess at a restaurant, nobody made me feel bad for quitting doing that. When I worked at a weight loss clinic, nobody made me feel bad about quitting. However, when it came time for me to quit doing photography in the traditional sense of running a photography business, I held on probably for two years longer than I should have simply because of the pushback of when you become an entrepreneur, there is, it's for some God knows reason, there is some stigma around quitting it to do something else. It's the wildest thing. And I saw this in my sister when she quit running her bakery. She kept doing it, even though it wasn't giving her what she started it for in the first place. 
she kept going to work and she kept being stressed and we kept having the same conversations and I told her, what is the plan? Or I asked her, what is the plan? Where are we going from here? Like, either you can quit, that is an option, or you can keep doing what you're always doing. But I think there's just so much fear around, I think, this is my theory. I think there's so much fear around quitting as a creative person because it is seen as less than to go do something where you're working for somebody else. And therefore, and and I think this happened like, let's say maybe 20, we'll say 2012 was maybe the start of hustle culture where it was like, oh, you work a full-time job, like running your own business is the place to be like that. You're nobody if you're not running a business. And I fell for it. I fell for it. And I used to look down on people that would work a job and get paid by somebody else. Because that was the narrative that I was feeding into. So then when it came time for me to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe you do want to get a job where a steady paycheck could be something to help you get to your next goal or whatever. I felt so much resistance. And it wasn't even to getting another job. It was literally to just stopping the job that I was doing. Because I had everything everybody thought I should want. I was successful in the business. I was doing the very thing that I set out to do in my photography career. And more so should I say, I did it. But then I want to do something else. And I had a really hard time taking away my identity as a photographer to become, and then to figure out, well, what is my new identity? Like, if I don't have something as secure as that identity, even though prior to that I didn't have a very strong identity, I did not identify as being a dental benefits associate. I did not identify with being a manager or a hostess. Like, that was not my identity. But for some reason, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute, why I believe it was so intense, and for many of us it is, is because we do get people looking at us saying, wow, you did it. You're an inspiration. Oh, wow. Like, if you can do it, then so can I. Or you get people, like, you're proving a point, Almost. And so if you were to stop, then you would no longer prove that point. And so what basically all that sums up to say is that our ego gets very attached to the identity. And now I want to expand this a bit further beyond just our career. I want to expand that into relationships that we have with people. And don't worry, Ryan, my husband, (laughs) you're safe. (laughs) But in the past... I would be with somebody that was good. They weren't, you know, terrible to me, um, but they weren't what I wanted. They And I found myself kind of chipping away at myself a little bit in order to keep the comfort of staying the same. Because breaking up and potentially not knowing what was on the other side of that, loneliness, being alone, and so on, was not was not something I was ready to entertain. It was scary. But here's the thing. I was uncomfortable in that relationship. So 
If I'm going to be uncomfortable, I might as well be uncomfortable moving closer to what I want to be. Instead of staying in the thing that just keeps me uncomfortable and doesn't ever change. So I quit. I quit that relationship. And I find it so funny. Well, maybe not. It's not funny, actually, that people don't quit enough. And there is a big difference between quitting when things get hard, but quitting when things just don't make sense anymore. Like, it, I wouldn't give up because it's difficult. I want to give it up because it's no longer giving me what I thought it was going to give me in the first place. Does that make sense? So for me now, the question becomes being clear on, I guess not a question, but rather like, what do I want? Well, I want freedom. I want authenticity. I want creativity. I want, um, I want to teach. Those are things that are so important to me. Okay. Does running a traditional photography business Give me those things. No, it didn't. I was working 18-hour days. There's no freedom in that. I never could take a vacation because I was always worried about the business. Um, And to be fair, there are systems and structures that you can put in place so that doesn't happen. But at that time, I was not in the right frame of mind to let people help me, which is a whole other podcast. But I realized that I had done the thing that I needed to do. So photography, running my photography business the way I ran it, gave me what I needed it to give me. It gave me data collection on body image. I was able to, you know, see over thousands of people, talk to thousands of people about body image and start to recognize trends and patterns, which led me down rabbit trails to learn more about body image and the psychology of body image and the importance of understanding how our mind gets in the way of our bodies and da 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 And once I had that information, then I could teach from it. So then I didn't, I don't necessarily need the photography business anymore to do the next thing, which is the teaching, the speaking, the educating, the creating, the moving forward and learning more aspect of it. And so I quit that to do this. But, and here's the thing, I shouldn't say like people made me feel bad. No, nobody has made me feel bad. I told myself that people would make me feel bad about it. It wasn't people that made me feel bad. It was myself. People, ultimately, if they're, if they do care, like that's none of my business. And I don't know. So like, it doesn't really impact me, to be honest. The only person that me quitting being a photographer really impacted was me and my husband. And those that maybe wanted to photograph with me, but never got in in time. Does that make sense? So nobody else made me feel bad. It was me making myself feel bad and creating an excuse to get in the way of me quitting. To do something new. To start again. To get curious again. To learn something new. To have to create a new business model. To have to begin again, essentially. And it really came to the point where 
uh, obviously we had the pandemic hit and then lockdown happened, which gave me a lot of time to think and realize and ask myself questions like what, what in this, what you've done thus far, what is serving you and what is not. And I had to be very honest with myself about the aspects of running a traditional photography business that served me and then the aspects that no longer did. And the thing with me as a manifesting generator, if you've done human design, is that if my energy isn't in something, it will go down in flames. So once I realized that, oh... Yeah, my energy isn't here anymore. My energy is over here. Like anytime I teach or even just recording this and when I like after I'm done recording this, I'll be on a high. I love teaching right now. That could change and who knows, I maybe will have to quit that someday as well. But right now, that's where my energy is. And so I'm choosing to follow that, which means quitting something that came before it. And it's not to say what came before was a waste of my time or that I failed as a boudoir photographer or failed as a photographer. No, I succeeded just by starting. I succeeded just by quitting being an insurance agent to become a professional photographer. That's it. That was that was the success. The success was starting it. The, the success has nothing to do with the end goal at the the finish line here. There is with creative entrepreneurship, there is no finish line. It's just changing. Right? And I think too many of us get into a mode of what I would call default, where it's like, well, it's been working, so I'm just going to keep doing it, or I'm just going to keep doing this, even though it's slowly draining the life force out of it, us, like that relationship I was in, where it wasn't a terrible relationship, like I could hold my own in the relationship, but I knew that maybe there had to be something better than just showing up to the relationship and just getting crumbs in a relationship, you know? And was it scary to break up with that person, move to a new city, start all over again? Absolutely. But that's when I met my husband. And with him, just like I'm doing with, like, after I quit photography, as a photography business owner, I laid down, uh, laid down the list of here's what I want. And if you don't want that, that's okay. We could be friends. But I'm just letting you know this is what I want. These are my expectations. And so then when it came time for me to transition from running a photography business to whatever the hell I'm doing now, which is basically everything, um, I had to make a list of what do I want. And understand that that is not wrong or bad. It's just saying what I had isn't it anymore. It did what it needed to do to get me to where I am. And now I'm ready for the next thing. And what can I learn in here? And that gave me such freedom, which we know is one of my things. It gave me freedom to let go of the identity of being a photographer. And so overall, this small podcast, I want you to take away the question of what do I want to quit? How can I be a quitter? 
And again, it's not saying like, go quit your job today or, you know, just cease everything immediately. But it's looking at and as soon as I asked that question, what do you want to quit? Something probably popped into your head. And then you maybe pushed it away because that sounds scary. I want you to just honor that thing that came up for you, whatever it was, relationship, um, an identity you're attached to, um, maybe alcohol or food or whatever thing, shopping, whatever thing is that, whatever way of being that you're done being popped into your head. You don't have to make any changes right now. I just want you to be aware that that is somewhere inside of you that is not being fulfilled right now and you deserve to have fulfillment. And so I want to encourage you to say, okay, if this isn't it, the relationship, the way that I am spending my money, the way that I'm eating my food, the way that I'm smoking or drinking or whatever this isn't it, what is it? What does the what could the other thing look like? And it's not saying you have to have it immediately. I'm just daring you to dream about what would be possible if you were to quit the thing that you want to quit. And in that, I want you to ask another question, which is, what is not quitting this thing protecting me from? Okay, because if you, if it wasn't protecting you in a way, then you would have changed it already. You would have quit it already. But for some reason, it gives you something. And so exploring those two things is going to give you a bit of clarity. And it's not to say, again, you have to do, make these changes immediately. But it is to say, let's start dreaming and then let's start planning our exit strategy. Okay? Because you are in more control than you think you are. Whatever the thing is that you think you're stuck in, you are not stuck. What is probably happening is that you have to quit something. And it's up to you to decide when and if that quitting happens. Okay? All right. So just let you know, I'll be here cheering for you from the sidelines because I do believe if it is no longer serving you that it needs to quit. But ultimately, I can't make that decision for you. That is all you. If you do want help moving through this, of course, I offer coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentoring in this regard where basically I just ask you questions to get you closer to it. And together, um, we can maybe create a strategy or plan to move you to where you actually want to be in whatever it is you're struggling with. Okay. Um, so that is it, my friends. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I appreciate every single one of you that listens to this. Uh, you know the drill. Like, share, subscribe, leave a review if you can somewhere. Apparently it makes a difference. But ultimately I just record these for whoever wants to listen. So, um, yeah. I love you lots. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.